Good evening and welcome to Double O Deep Dive, PCP's home for everything James Bond 007. I'm your host, Fischetic, Jason Fischetic, Agent 006 in this deep dive. With me as always is 005, Ginny Harmon Lala. Ginny, how are you today? I'm doing great. Doing I'm doing I'm doing good. Um and the uh, the movie was was fine. <laughs> and Thought it was me. <laughs> no, it's me. My, I think my internet's gone. My internet's going out. It's good now. Okay. All right. Here we go. We're back. All right. G- <clears throat> what think? Just the internet just went out again. Yeah. Now it's good. Okay. Go. <laughs> okay. If if I go out again, can one of you just take over while I fix it? Sure. <laughs> um, all right, thank you. I hate my internet, damn it. Damn you, Spectre. Damn you, Blofeld. <laughs> it's always Spectre. If it's one thing we've learned, That's, it's always, it's always it, was, it was always Spectre. It was always, it was always Spectre. He was the architect of my terrible internet. Uh, and speaking <laughs> of the architect of my terrible internet, uh, the best damn quartermaster in Q branch, Ed Camus. Ed, how are you today? Wow. That, that's that's what I get the before that the architect of your terrible internet Jesus. <laughs> uh, no, what's up? What's going on, man? Uh, uh, excited to talk about this one. We'll leave it at that. But yeah, yeah, I got thoughts. I got, some, I got thoughts. Yeah, thoughts. Got some problems with your movie, and now you're gonna hear about them. Happy Actually, yes, happy Festivus, exactly. everyone. This is our Festivus episode. <laughs> And, and uh, this is going to be the airing of the grievances. So I want to thank everyone who's joining us on this very special Festivus episode, whether you're getting us on Facebook, whether you are listening to the pre-recorded podcast on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts. If you're joining us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, I don't know where else we are. YouTube, if you're joining us on YouTube, thank you very much for joining us for the airing of the grievances. Woo! <laughs> And then afterward will be the feats of strength. But I think Ginny has that on lock, to be honest. <laughs> yes. All right. So we, we got we, this was such a reviled movie that we couldn't even get a guest this week, guys. So let's wow. let's just jump into it. Let's let's jump into this movie. Uh, so we start off the cold opening. We're in Mexico City, Day of the Dead. It's a really long stretch of James Bond in a a skull mask walking to a hotel room where he goes and has possibly the worst assassination attempt ever. <laughs> it's not what you want. It's, uh, I, he, it doesn't he blows go well. the building up. No. Yeah, but he but he's in his defense, as he says, um, it could have been worse. It could have been <laughs> what? What does he say? He's like, you know, he's like, yeah, it blew up a building, but it could have been like a whole stadium of people. It could have been, you know, right. bigger. <laughs> I could have been a mass murderer instead of just exactly. a murderer. <laughs> my, my problem with that whole assassination attempt is he fails to kill the target, even though he destroys the goddamn building. It was he tried. Oh, God. <laughs> I bet. And I bet he had missed this is there you know, there have been uh, great missions before this where he succeeded. 
We've seen a few. Yeah. We've seen a few. We've... Is it? Is this the first yeah. opening where he screws up? Uh, first opening? Yeah, maybe. maybe of his, of Daniel Craig's? Mm. Daniel Craig's, yeah, because he doesn't screw up in Casino Royale because that's when he gets his double O status. And then uh, well, Skyfall, in... the, he he gets shot. He actually gets true. shot by many by true, many true, pennies. True, true, so. true, true, true. We can't blame true, him for that, but I but, I but I think that's money pennies screw up. <laughs> but Bond was on the assignment to kill. I mean, I don't I don't think many pennies. The, the, the plan was for her to have her take the kill shot. Do you do you think does does M give him a tap on the wrist for this? Because that's what I thought. Where he's like Bond, <laughs> where he's like. Where, where were you going rogue and etc? I was like, what did you expect? <laughs> Bond always <laughs> does that. He always goes like rogue. Well, in the hold on, Jenny. In his defense, this M Mallory has not seen him go rogue too many times. Perhaps. I guess not. No, I, I don't know. I'm his reputation I, doesn't. I, I'm, I'm him. trying here, just like Bond <laughs> is trying. <laughs> I I actually love that uh, this is the one and only time he's gone rogue on like Judy Dench's request, right? Because that's yes, that's the like the reveal. It's like yeah. this is a mission yeah. that Judy Dench from the grave sent him on mm -hmm. secretly. Mm -hmm. You know what this movie is a lot of. You know what I realized halfway through because that's like have, have you seen Scream Three? Yes, mm, not in a long time. It's well, they, in the theater. Yeah. It's it's very like Randy filmed something. Character died in the second one. Yes, comes back yes. in the third one via video chat and is like, "Hey yes. guys, I have some more rules for you." And I'm like, "So M also was like, I forgot I filmed this. <laughs> filmed this <laughs> before my death. Here you go." 007, if you're watching this, you found yourself in another 007 movie. <laughs> you were the rules you need. <laughs> first things first. Don't kill a lot of people unless you have to, or it's an action scene. <laughs> well i think that's where for me that's where the problems of this movie start like whatever that that seems a little bit weird that that would happen but then she mentions to bond says that she instructs him to to kill this guy yes. and also not to miss the funeral now if i'm, if I'm unless i'm somehow no, miss right. until i misunderstood that or maybe put something together here but she says something he says something like yeah she said not to miss their funeral is it because former m knew that he was gonna go to the funeral and then get interrogate the the widow and sleep with her and get more information because she just dumps information while he's going ahead and seducing her and it's extremely convenient he takes care of business in this way. Oh, by the way, I got to go on for my mission now because I have to resume my mission. She must I have a huge that. problem with that. Everything I just mentioned, I have a problem with. <laughs> you got to think that she knows that he would like seduce somebody or is just like, this is a, a lovely, maybe attractive woman. I, I bet you can get in there. I, that, would see, she that's that? where, that's, see, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the whole idea of Bond doing that at the guy's funeral and everything. That whole thing, I even think that's just totally out of character, especially for this Bond. Right. I'm not See, buying that at all. I'm, I'm just I have, I have to. I have to actually say that I, I dissed okay. a little bit. Not, okay. not that I don't, not that I think this Bond would show up at a guy's funeral and pick up his, like, grieving wife and have sex with her. But, like, they do have this interaction. She's like, I'm grieving. He's like, No, you're not. You hated him. Like, right. they're, they're like, and he is using her. He's just pumping her for information. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, Jason. You're not. You're not going to do it. I'm like, 
setting you up for your, I mean, your quote, your I, trademark line. Well, what did they I do? Mean, you know, they do get it on. More <laughs> <laughs> information. I love that that is my trademark. I, I now have to do this every time I'm on any show at this point, right? Because now this is a yes. multi-show thing that I just get it on for. You don't understand. During these discussions, I am looking for ways to set you up to watch it. So just even do it now. It transcends every fandom. But I do, like, I, I, I could see him doing it. Like, it's not like he really seduced this guy's like loving wife and she had no idea what was going on. Like she was kind of involved and she had the information and she, there was, there was no love between them. Like I, it wasn't as egregious as it could have been. It was like a mob wife sort of scenario, like crime. Right. You know. Yeah. And, and I'll, and I'll also say, cause in my notes, I, that was one of the <clears> things I, had, I remember having a problem with. And then I'm like, well, they did explain it a little bit more in the film, like you, like you had mentioned, like maybe they didn't have the best relationship, but I, I don't know. It, it's but M, M knew to tell him to do this. Like, yeah, no, the M, M really I, M I knowing, know. yeah, that that's that's a that bit seems weird. a little, yeah, it seems a bit far fetched. So, so like, so just to get back to the cold open real quick, he finds the Spectre ring with the octopus, leads us into the theme in the credits. Which I don't know about you guys, but I think this is the weakest theme of the Daniel Craig movies. This song, I do too. It didn't win an Oscar, did it? That blows my. That makes me mad about anything else because I love Sam Smith. I love their music. I just, I think, oh, I think it did. I mean, Sam I Smith was... is fine. It's just like this is no Skyfall. I mean, if anything's winning an Oscar, it better be Skyfall. Skyfall did, did, did it? Yes, not? but then yeah, it's, right. like, it's like it's like a, not a stab in the heart, but it's like I hate when I seeing like oh, that's like we'll just get every Bond movie an Oscar. Then I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Sort of. You know, we got to look that up. How many Bond theme songs have won have Oscars or at least been nominated? I'm gonna look. Yeah, this yeah. one it won best. Yeah. It won best song for the Oscars that year. It must have been was, a weak year. Was it a slow year? It must have been a slow year. I'm thinking it's a slow year. It must have been a slow year. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I agree with you guys. It's totally forgettable. I literally forgot about it. When it when it was coming on, I'm like, all right, I gotta take notes about the opening theme. And I'm like, who's that? Melody. What is this? And I just was the visuals are very weird. It was like Daniel Craig's like naked in this fire. Are you saying what like Daniel Craig's hot now? Come check it out. This is the what was going on here? He the tentacles. I'm and I don't want to. I don't want to like. I'm not into it. I'm just not into that, and that makes me uncomfortable. And it's like, yeah, the the, the tone of the song and then tentacles, and I go, I don't, I don't. A lot yeah, I agree. It's like it's, it's it's like shirtless Bond with women on fire around him. Yeah, and then there's an octopus, and then there's like. And half octopus, half woman, like a, yes. a merpuss or whatever the hell you want to call it. Very Lovecraftian. Um, yeah, very Lovecraftian. And then you've got like the 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 Blofeld, like I guess the character with the 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 octopus head, and and then you get like amidst all this weird imagery, you get like flashbacks of Vespa dying yeah, and Silva and yeah. like what? Why Remind are we getting us. flashbacks? All the friends we lost along the way. <laughs> In memoriam. In memoriam. <laughs> in, the, in, in, the Daniel Craig in memoriam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just like, it's but, just a little uh, cheap, yes. a little cheap looking. The tentacles look great. I just didn't <laughs> like them. 
I think this opening. No, I agree. I think that like, it the looks great. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry, yeah, I agree. And then no, no, I was going to say it looks, it looks great, but it just it does nothing. And I think that's I think that is this movie. It looks great and does nothing. And the lyrics are like not they're not cool. Like the like you know Chris Cornell doing like no arm yourself or even like another way to die, which is like just like talking about Bond images kind of in the song, which is whatever. Um, this one, it was like talking about like, I love you and like, I'm going to yeah. protect you, like sacrifice myself for you. I'm like, are you talking, you're not talking about love story that's in this movie, right? Like that, I was like, just yeah. the radio had, the radio had song my husband played for me that was supposed to be in the movie sounded amazing, melancholy, but like had matched the tone of like dark shadows, something's following you, like his dark past I was like, oh, that totally matches whatever they were, you know, the movie. But I didn't use it. I don't, I don't know why. Hmm. Now, is it is it just them doing a cover of this, or is it a completely no, different song? It's it's called Spectre, and it's the lyrics are just kind of pretty standard. It's just like, you know, almost like I walk alone, shadows, darkness, and it just sounds kind of you know orchestral music, but then Radiohead, very Radiohead. Oh. Interesting, interesting. It's cool. I liked it. I'd never heard it. I'm not like a huge Radiohead fan, but I mean, if you had a song called Spectre and that's your movie, kind of like that's what they would just automatically choose. Yeah. Right. And it's like going, oh, do we go Spectre or whatever the hell the writing's on the wall? <laughs> well, the, the wall. movie's called Spectre. So let's write on the wall, shall we? Unless we change the name of the movie to the writings on, on the, the wall. wall. That's not, ah, I don't hate yes. that title, though. <laughs> Wait, you know. <laughs> You know who I blame for the for for the the misstep in p- picking the song? Blowfell. <laughs> Blowfell was like comes out. I was it was me all the, all along. Academy Awards he comes out accepts the Oscar. It, it was Ooh. Ernst all along. <laughs> <laughs> um, so all right, so like so the whole the whole setup here for this movie is. Uh, Bond is doing this uh, rogue mission that M has left him to infiltrate, to pretty much find and infiltrate Spectre, right? Like through the Pale King, who we find out is our good friend, Mr. White, who last we saw was in a trunk. My husband was so mad when he realized he was like, oh, it was Mr. White (laughs) after watching all the movies. He was like, oh, they brought him back. Yeah. (laughs) But but did, did Tom appreciate that he got to watch him die like for reals? Guess I just I don't like that he I mean, goo takes himself out. I was like I forgot about that part. I was like that's a that was, I I kind of like the first half of this movie just like full up front a little bit. Once you I forget when well like when we get to it I guess I'll say when it really goes downhill for me. Like when I'm I'm a big Bond fan so I'm like this is cool this is fun okay that's weird but okay <laughs> like you know you're trying to like defend you're trying it. to rationalize it in your head and just like yeah. I don't want to hate I don't want to hate watching I don't things, hate, I'm not so trying to find things. Well, the last time yeah. we saw Mr. White, though, was actually in, uh, besides the Reservoir Dogs, uh, when we saw him was in uh, Quantum of Solace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? That's when in the he beginning, he's, he's chasing him down. He yeah. does capture him. Yeah. And he's in the trunk, and then he, mm-hmm. like, has that moment yeah. where he gets away because Quantum is everywhere, and it's M's bodyguard. Yeah. Um, and look, I'm, I'm going to make a bold statement. Quantum of Solace, much better Bond movie than this one. Wow. I It's there not it messy. It, I'm not yeah, crazy. That's, it's, I don't think it's, it's messy. I think Quantum of Solace try doesn't try hard enough, and that was because we've discussed that the writer yeah. strike mm-hmm. and everything. Or boring, but I think this whatever. right, this movie tries so hard to make like this is a Bond movie, guys. It's like it's like you ever meet someone who you probably could be friends with, but 
they try so hard that it's off-putting. And you mm. know that if they would just just be themselves, you could get along, but you can't because they won't. That's this movie. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's good. Hey, thank you. That's working on that all day, actually. But that's true, though, because like there's so many like the the Skyfall ends, and we got Money Penny, we got Q, and there's the promise of like, yeah. all right, the next one is a real James Bond. We're gonna get Blofeld. We're gonna get Spectre, and then it's just like it tries so hard. Even in the beginning, like all the the imagery, even though it's Day of the Dead, it reminded me of Live and Let Die. Yeah, right. Interesting. It, it yeah. Oh wow. It opens up yeah, with the, the like because Baron Baron Zamuda has the the, the skull face. Oh and, wow. And Live and Let Die opens in New Orleans with like a, a Mardi Gras type party. Okay. So th it's just like this was just like guys callbacks callbacks. Look, we're a Bond <laughs> movie. We're a Bond movie, guys. And it's like. Yeah, but you're not. <laughs> it's like it's a, the tone's weird for like a Daniel Craig movie because we just had Skyfall, which is like a penultimate, right. not a penultimate story, but like it was their Dark Knight um, of his yeah. series. Mm -hmm. And I love the fun. I love fun cheesy Bond. I do. I love like a, a give me a henchman, give me um, some lovely ladies, like you know some uh, some dashing. You know, I'm not angsty. I'm just here to have you know to 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 be suave and fun and quippy um i just feel like it's weird when we just had skyfall to just like rush into that i don't no i i i completely agree with you i think that's one of my biggest problems with this movie is we just came from skyfall and casino royale which is like super realistic bond Re yeah and realistic. now we're trying blofeld but and specter but like Blofeld is weird, and I guess we'll get to him when we get to the villain section, but he's not over the top enough, but he's not grounded enough. Like, yeah. in my opinion, he's the major problem with this movie. Yeah, I, I agree. I was actually thinking that, too. Right after the, I finished watching, because I just watched it a couple hours ago, and I was like, where does this movie go off the rails? Because, Jimmy, I agree with you. I was actually, in, even though the whole widow thing threw me <laughs> off and i knew that was coming I remember, <laughs> hating it. I, I remember hating it the first time around and i was like okay so let's get past that and then there's a there's a stretch where i i enjoy it then i'm like where did this thing really go off the rails oh, yeah. and i think it's when blofeld comes in and i love christopher waltz too so which is really Thank annoying you. and i was excited when when i knew we were getting blofeld mm -hmm. and i yeah i think that's where the there's a lot of logic issues that start happening as the film goes on and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And I'm like, why did, why did this happen? Why are we, we're getting Spectre, we're getting Blofeld, we're going all in bond. And then there's this. And I was like, yeah, you know, but you're right. That's kind of where it happens for me. And you're right. You got the henchman because Dave Batista so is the unnamed henchman. Right. Although I wish, I wish they would have given him, yeah, shit. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would have given Batista more to do. I, like, I, I like that we have a hench. I was excited that we actually have a henchman to talk about. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, he, he's in a cool car chase, and that's a cool car chase. I'm not going to take it away. Like you know, I mean, he's chasing him after. So, like, like to fast forward. So, Bond goes infiltrate Spectre, and this, uh, this is at 44 minutes. This is my first problem with it. Blofeld just goes, James, you're here. It's good to see you. I know. It's like, what? The what, like okay, whatever. So why is this scene even happening if it's that easy? He's playing the drama. Blofa loves the drama. He's he loves. It's his downfall. <laughs> it, it is his downfall. Yeah. I, maybe then, I so don't then, know. 
Bond escapes. Batista's like uh, chasing him. Bond does this awesome thing actually, where like he hops up on the car, but he jettisons out, mm. and he like you know the the car goes into the water. Everyone thinks he's like in the water, and then he parachutes down, and he's fine. I think that's a super cool Bond move. Yes. I just wish there was more Batista stuff. Like we've yeah. seen Batista now in Guardians of the Galaxy. We know that he could be funny. We know that he can do action. We know that he could do a lot more, and he's just kind of here in this movie like you know serving the action instead of actually being like a character like odd job is a great character hand yeah. jaws or uh whatever grace jones's name in um mayday in uh, mayday, mayday that's it mayday in, in a view to a kill terrible movie but a great mm. hench you know um but batista's kind of just there yeah we and that's kind of I, that's kind of a soft a soft henchman that we need for this series, which I was like, oh, what a cool villain. Like if we had plugged him in and I haven't seen No Time to Die, so I don't know what's going on there. But like if maybe he had been plugged into like Quantum of Solace or something or Skyfall, just like for like a scene or two. And we're like, oh, what a fun little like a little kick of fun of just fun. Yeah. And then and, you know, but then and then we can go back to our seriousness. But he's a he's grounded enough for me where he's not too crazy, but he's got those thumbs, you know, to, to get your eyes out. Yeah, he works. I think Which he works as a henchman for this, for this series of Bond. Yeah, for Daniel Craig. Yeah, I think he would. I think he would have been better served in a different movie because, again, this movie then goes kind of like off the rails, crazy with Blofeld. You know, like by the end of this movie, we got Blofeld with the scar, and like he might as well be have a cat in his lap. <laughs> I mean, the cat was the cat is around. <laughs> I mean, the cat is around. Know, That's true. They don't put him but... petting the cat, but you know he's there. I <laughs> want you to know he's there. He... <laughs> yeah, he's there. Um. So, so the whole. Th All right. So let's let's actually. You know what? Screw it. I know. I don't know why we're tiptoeing around it. Let's get to Blofeld. <laughs> let's talk about the villain and the plot. So, Blofeld's plot is to be the architect of your suffering, James Bond. I mean, that's pretty much it. It's a personal vendetta because Blofeld's like his brother. Like, this is where I remember. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he did he tell you that it was my father who took him in and raised him and he gave him too much attention. So I killed my father. And it's like, what? That's was, where things go off the road. It's very good, son. That's, you know, like. Yeah, no, exactly. It look, great other movie. Give me the movie where Blofeld and James Bond are in the good sun. And you just see the like craziness of Blofeld, you know. Um, that would be fantastic. But like this this literally reminded me of the scene in Austin Powers 3. Yeah. Where, <laughs> where uh -huh. Dr. Evil goes, we're brothers. But you know? gonna, here's I'm stupid. I mean I'm stupid. I was gonna ask you, Jason, just I, I don't know. I know I've seen the, you know, older movies with one film, but I don't remember like backstories or like major lore. Cause I'm, you know, in the books, yeah. is that like, is did Austin oh. Powers rip off any bond lore to do the, the you know, gold no. member? Cause I was no, like, that, that's what makes it even worse. Yeah. It, it's like, it's like the way it looks like the specter had been like, oh, I can do gold member a little better. <laughs> right. And, and then, this is what it's like i was like oh that's a joke that's i think i'm watching the theaters probably leaving that going like does anyone else was that like gold member like kind of like right. you know turning to my you know husband going that was like gold member right yeah I, I think this is one of those situations where you force the arch nemesis to be connected to the hero too much like 
and Jason and I are going to be talking about Batman 1989 like in a couple of weeks, but oh. it was like it kind of reminded me of that though, oh. like when it, when they made the Joker kill Bruce Wayne's parents. So like oh. that's totally unnecessary. Like why are we doing this? This was I, I and I think that actually plays better than this. Yeah. This is, this is much Agreed. worse, but it's you know what I mean. But it's one of those forced connections to the hero where it's like why can't they just hate each other? Why can't Blofeld just for come up with some other reason he hates Bond, or maybe it's not a personal vendetta. You don't need to make it that. What? Why can't he hate Bond? Because Bond literally destroyed three of his agents and screwed yeah. up some of his money making. Or his major. If this is a whole plan, yeah. That's why yeah. he hates him in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. It's it's scream three. But he's talking like. Where it's the guy was like the main, the worst villain I in the screen the series is like, oh, I did it all. Like I, I set up Billy Loomis and I told him, you're, you ruined the first one. Then if that's the case, because I liked that, the, yes. the, like you know, like 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 Silva. I just kind of like that Silva had his own agenda going on with M, but he was yeah. totally attached to Blofeld. As this movie posits, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't like that at all. What's that? What's that? Know, just part of his one of his agents, right? I think it was just that because they don't really get into like. That's one thing. He says it was my, I'm the architect of all your pain the whole time. But he doesn't really get into how. Yeah. Like, so how? Did you tell? Did you do, did you like whisper things in Silva's ear to piss him off at, at fucking at oh. M and that's what happened? Yeah. Like, is that what it was? Like, you just, what did you mm -hmm. do? Did you make sure that, like, um, Shit, uh, first guy, first villain in Casino Royale. Uh, uh, Lashif. 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 Did you say? Did you make sure Lashif sucked at cards and was a shitty gambler? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did you do there? You know, oh like, <laughs> what did you do in Quantum of Solace? Also, like, the, um, <laughs> what did you do with Green? What was your connection with Green? Yeah, did you get Actually... Green complex? Like he had to like save the Earth and everything like that. Like, what the hell? I started the writer's strike, Mr. Bond. Yes, you had a good script. Everyone was excited at the casino right now. I need to get paid more. Yes. <laughs> I said to the writers, you should want to get paid more. And if you don't, you should go on strike. And they did, Mr. Bond. I was the architect of your shitty movie. Good I told the writers, you should request one you. billion dollars <laughs> for all your writing of Quantum of Solace. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Oh. It's so vague. Like, why, how were you connected to all these people? You just gave them a ring and said, Yo, you're part of Spectre? That was your plan? Like, I, I know, it's a pretty shitty plan. It's... It, it is. Again, it should have just been like Bond is working his way up the ladder. Like he posits in Casino Royale at the end of Casino Royale, and he's like with Mr. White. Like that's yeah. his plan is to go as far up as possible. Like I don't understand why M has to have set this up. I don't understand why it has to be personal. Like as soon as it becomes they were brothers, like literally that's the point last night where I was like, yeah, I'm getting my Nintendo Switch while I watch this. Like because I just couldn't after that. It was just it made no sense and it really cheapened everything this movie was really trying to do very hard yeah, sure. yeah. I agree. can we talk about blofeld's plan at the end also like so please your plan was to get bond in a chair and start pricking him with things and like you're gonna make him forget who his it was, yeah. girlfriend is that he's i forgot about that part the torture the, yeah what was the deal right there because it also didn't work because he was pricking him work. and nothing happened though he still remembered her He's still like nothing happened. Cat runs by for no reason. 
Cap. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Tim always points out. Have you ever seen like uh, Enter the Dragon? Like when Chuck Norris is fighting Bruce Lee, there's a random cat that pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> it just it made me think of that because random cats just pop up. I guess I, I don't know. Um, so that's the first part of his plan. The second part was like, well, let's see if this fails. I'm gonna go to uh, the huge building where you know the old uh, MI6 headquarters. Yeah. I'm going to set up booby traps and spray paint things for Bond to go each and every way. I'm going to put pictures of all his past villains that he killed on these things. I I'm going to put a huge net at the bottom for what? What was the net for? <laughs> Security insurance. <laughs> he fell. What if he fell? What if, what if, what if, what if, yeah. if anybody falls, they will have a net to land on and they will get away. Then when Blofeld was running away, did he land on that pop up and run out? Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. I needed an escape plan myself, so I set up a net. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, and when, he has no um, money left. He has no budget now. He has to spray paint stuff. The traps aren't I, good. Yeah, it's like it's, it's I spent awful. all the money on the helicopter. I'm escaping <laughs> yeah. in. And, and the um, and no, the it's it's pretty oh, bad. Yeah. And even like so. No, no, I, I was just gonna say. Also, okay, when she yeah. runs away, um. When, uh, I'm sorry, um, what is a uh, girlfriend's name in this one? Dr. Madeline Swan. Swan. Madeline Swan. So when Dr. Swan's running away, she abruptly tells him, oh, you're this is who you are. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to leave. I'm not going to try to change you. She ran away and got captured by Blofeld like around the corner or something. Rookie mistake. Because she's yeah. tied up in the end in yeah. this whole elaborate thing. When did all of this happen? When did he have time to do all this also? Yeah. He's, it's, he it's only this, has... This, Jason, yeah, Jenny. Oh no, Fuck I was like, movie. It only has time, I guess. <laughs> I'm, <working laughs> <for it>. movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's starting to get you know, the more and more I'm talking about. <laughs> this is the thing. It's like this is why I said like Batista needed to be more in this movie because look, this movie ends with our villain setting up a house of traps with bombs and nets yeah. and like he's like it ends with. James Bond sniping him with a pistol from the helicopter. Like, this is a batshit movie. This is not, this is like a Roger Moore type, like, yeah. script, not a Daniel Craig script. So, at least give Batista some fun wrestling stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of true. He's a huge guy. Yeah. He's a he big guy. He could have done wrestling moves to Daniel Craig. I mean, it could have been. A, it's a the bunch same, of stuff that was there. You know what, really? I don't want to bug anyone else more and like jab at him. It's the same director and it's the same writers. It's the oh, same I, crew from Skyfall. And it makes me so yeah. like I just I just frustrating. Is is it like hubris? Like they thought, oh, we we could set ourselves up for something more fun now. But then there isn't a lot of money, Penny, and there isn't a lot of Q I don't Q's there. There's more Q. more Q. Like, yeah, I think more Q. This is and the most Q we've got. Right. And right, yeah, right. lots of lots of Mallory. No Felix. Which I, I like I, no which, which that pissed me off, by the way. Because they no mentioned Felix. That. But they mention him, so I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Because again, I didn't remember this movie. I'm like, all right, yeah. at least we're gonna get some Felix Leiter. <laughs> too, yeah. No Felix Leiter. No. He's been gone for two movies now. And Monica Bellucci I... survives, by the way. Does she get out? She doesn't die. Oops. I thought she died. I remember her dying. Wait. Remember? Oh, the, with the widow, Monica Bellucci. Uh, he was I like, gonna, gets... "We'll get you out." She gets yeah. out. Yeah, they, we don't she see gets her out. Die. Yeah, she, she gets out. out. We don't see her. No. <laughs> we just assume. Just that's assume good. It. That's it. Like, that's nice. Yeah. Happy so, for her. 
we we are actually forgetting the third step of Blofeld's plan because this is like the the most elaborate convoluted plan ever, and that is he's working with C, who is like yes. in charge of dismant dismantling the Double O program and and redefining MI6 with nanotechnology or whatever the hell it is and drones and that was going to replace agents drones. with drones that's it with drones well that's which, what amazon's doing isn't it yes yeah that's right which which just reminded me i just had to order a hit for christmas and it's going to be late because of the amazon drones all of c's plan that's all i knew it, it. see and didn't you know he was evil? Because I've I had seen this movie you know, like six years, and I remember him coming on screen. And it's Moriarty from Sherlock. If you watch like yeah. Sherlock, yes. he's a very evil looking and kind of has that presence. And I was watching it, and I go, "Oh, he's evil, right? Crazy. Isn't he evil? Of course he is." Yeah. Super like right evil. away, though, I was like, yeah, "He's giving me the oh, he's evil, right?" Uh, and so yeah, and so that that's the other part. And so like Blofeld wants to control. The drones that control the, you know, uh, MI6. And so he is pretty much in control of everything, which is like, again, that is a non-Daniel Craig James Bond villains plot. That's not a Daniel Craig James Bond. Like, Daniel Craig's villains are like, I've got to win at cards. <laughs> or, um, you know, uh, I, I, I want to save the environment through eco-terrorism. Or... I'm going to kill M. Like, those are his villains. They're like domestic terrorists or terrorists. Yeah. This is like, I want to rule the world. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh. You say it like that. Yeah. It does sound very cheesy. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> oh, um, man. And then, like, so, like, we'll finish off, because uh, I think that's the end of Blofeld's, like, eight-step plan. It's like, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, killing Bond... Plus drone equals world domination. Done. We've got a plan. Did he also <laughs> count on him falling in love with Madeline Swan? I feel like he did. I feel like I, he every like he took everything into account. Every right, single everything. Second. Everything could have happened that that did. I, yeah, I he's like, I'm gonna kill Mr. White because I know his daughter. Yes, Bond's a beautiful dig, woman. Yeah, but this is yeah. The Bond's gonna dig his uh, his daughter, so we'll definitely do that. So we'll push him in that direction, and then they'll definitely come back here because she'll say. Where um what is it uh American or whatever the hell it was uh -huh. like, yeah. oh the American yeah yeah American. it's like oh yeah we're gonna go ahead and have him chase that down and uh, it's all gonna work out yeah I do but you know shifting gears to something I do like about this movie let's talk about the Bond girl the Bond mm. woman Doctor Swan mm. I actually really dig her in this movie I I like like my favorite scene in this movie is when Bond tries to mansplain how to use a gun. And uh, she just like field strips it. He's just like, <laughs> "Oh, you 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 don't need me." Like I like that yeah. that I like Actually, that. I like their relationship. I thought it worked well. I I really do like Daniel the Daniel Craig run of giving him women who are like his equal and not just sexual objects. Um, so I think she works as much as anything works in this movie. Um, what do you guys think about that? her as the? Uh, the major uh, Bond girl, quote unquote. Um, I think it. I, there was actually something I, I like her a lot, and actually, both films that she's in. Because, I mean, spoiler, she's on yeah. the poster. Yeah, yeah. She's, on, she's, she's in. in yeah, she's in No Time to Die. So, um, yeah, I think it kind of actually reestablished why she does what she does in No Time to Die better for me. I can see 
why Bond would, you know, continue that relationship that leaves off at the end of this movie. Because a lot of times it's just like, oh yeah, the next movie comes and you have no idea what happened and you just move on and that's about it. Um, and she also does drop a line that is a huge setup for the plot of No Time to Die. When she talk, In that scene, I think it is, yeah, the scene you were just talking about, Jason, where she mentions, oh yeah, when I was a kid, there was a person who came mm -hmm. to kill me mm -hmm. and, you know, like my father left a gun and everything like that. That whole thing, that's... That's yeah. That, that, of, that's the beginning of No Time to Die. Yeah, okay. that's so, a huge plot point in No Time. Oh, to interesting. Die. Good thing I watched. I this totally movie. forgot. Yeah, I totally forgot that this was that pretty connected. much branched off of that basically that one that one conversation. So, so one could say the best thing to come out of this movie is the setup for No Time to Die. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I'm hearing good things about No Time to Die now, which kind of makes me, you know, No Time to on. Die is is infinitely is better it, than this. Oh, infinitely yeah. better than this. Hundred percent. I was uh, I wasn't a huge fan of this Bond girl. She was a little bland for me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not probably not, not a big fan of Leah Sado. Just as but it's maybe and it's probably like she's she's smart. She's you know great. She like I like that she is pushing Bond away pretty quick because as you should because he killed your he was there when your dad died and you have a bad yeah. relationship with your father. He's tied in there. It's all grounded and like yeah no you wouldn't. Um, but then like she um, falls in love with him pretty quick and I was at least with Eva and again back to realism Bond where in this universe Eva Green has clearly spent time with Bond for a while before they like and even Bond says I love you first and she's kind of like taken aback which is something that and she you know she's got her own issues and you know our next Bond girl they don't even they kiss but they don't even like have a relationship because that's not what that's for um, there's like nothing going on really in Skyfall um, so it's just like weird. I'm like, oh, why is she your like next great love that I didn't see you do anything like I didn't see you earn that. So like what did, what did he say? What did something uh, Blofeld says to her where he's like, yeah, did she tell Did he tell you? I'm sure he must have told you about like um, Vesper, Vesper Lind. I was like, no, I just met this man. Yeah. Like, why would he tell me about his life? <laughs> It's been like two days. <laughs> I was like, I was laughing at that stuff where I was like, I just kind of, you know, I was like, you don't know him. Bond should have yelled out, Vespa, why did you say that name? Why did you say that name, <laughs> Did he tell you about all of the women that he has had sex with since to have known him for three days? I mean, because that's, that's pretty much it. Like, why yeah, would he tell yeah. her any of this? I mean, like, no, like, I, I don't, you know, to... Uh, but it's it's uh it's kind of like again drama and i what was the other thing it was like if i had shown up i don't know where they got his white tux and her like great great awesome blue dress and it's like perfect mm. picture scene they both have martinis i just thought if i was in that moment they're both like quipping back and forth and you know um i would be like this feels a little a little cliche for me in like this fond <laughs> universe even if i was in that great dress going doesn't this feel a little cliche to us cheers like <laughs> Um, and that was those are my my beefs with it. I don't think she. I don't think they have the best chem, the best chemistry. Like maybe it's just I'm a little underwhelmed after. Um, I think him and Monica Bellucci have great chemistry, yeah. uh, but yeah, that's 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 my own little opinion. <laughs> well, I think it's tough when you set up Vesper Lind and always come back to her, and they mm -hmm. had great chemistry. Yeah, she was a great character. Like we talked about how just awesome, awesome that whole plot line was and how awesome she was 
And so, like, if you're going to keep keep hammering that home, right. then you need to if you're if you're going to say this is the next love, it has to be like, wow. And I think the components are here. Like, mm -hmm. you know, the, the fact that she's the daughter of an assassin and she can field strip a freaking uh, gun and and she can hold her own. And like, I think the the the, the, the ingredients are there. But again, much like everything else in this movie, it kind of gets muddled to the point where it's like, yeah, I see where you were going, but I, you didn't get there. We just needed more time, maybe to to. I don't know what you take out of this movie. You could probably take out a bunch of stuff, but I was like, maybe a little bit more. It's like they have every different different scenes together, like where they're different location, different rooms, different outfits. And I go, we could have just. So I know they're spending time together. Just like maybe give me a little bit more in each scene, or a little bit more. I don't know cues. Some I don't know something a little bit more extended between them. Cause I know that they're spending time together. I know they're traveling. I know they're together. I just like, just, I, I think we just need more, di more dialogue. Yeah. Show yeah. their bond, like no, no pun intended, but show their bond forming. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh no, I, I completely intended that bond. <laughs> you can take out the whole Monica Bellucci stuff. You I could. Want that. Yeah, like that yeah. entire thing you could have removed yeah. from the entire movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. He uh, could have found out where yeah, he could have found that out a completely other way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Money Penny, because him and Money Penny just have are having great again. They have great chemistry, and I love the scene where she's like, where he is like, she is in bed. She wakes up, he calls her, yeah. and there's a guy in her bed, like you spent the night with, and he's like, oh, is there someone there? And she's like, yeah, like none of your business. <laughs> and he's like, jealous. <laughs> I'm into it. I love it. I love that he's a little, you know, <laughs> jealous of her. I did like that. And I also, she, Money Penny's one who goes to her apartment, right? Mm -hmm. Goes to his apartment and it's just, just move in. It's like, no. But it's like, because it's the sparsest thing. It's like, it's an apartment that you would have like when you're just at a college and you have like $3 <laughs> and a pack of ramen to your name. Is this the first time we see Bond's apartment? That's what I said. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Him lived into it. I love that. Yeah. I like that he's like, just, he's so, man, he's so like, everything is so sparse. Kind of reminds me of like uh, Leslie uh, Frank Drebin's apartment in the Naked Gun, where he's got like the spoiled milk and everything like that. I actually yes. expected that to happen. <laughs> the Chinese, they closed down eight years ago. Oh, <laughs> and you will find any excuse to get Frank Drebin in a conversation. Oh, come on. You know, he's like one of my favorite characters ever. I love The Naked Gun. So. Oh, the Naked Gun. The Naked oh. Gun's a great flit. Those are great movies. Oh, <laughs> All of them, even no, thirty-three and the third. Yep. Ed, so Ed and I went to high school, right? And Ed, Ed's favorite line, and we would just say this back and forth <laughs> to each other all the time. Whenever things got awkward, he would just go, "Like a blind man in an orgy, I'm gonna have to feel my way out." And he would leave. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> you walk your way out, no one questions it ever. No. So. Oh. All right, so let, let's get to Q Branch, like because we actually do have some Q Branch to discuss, which I'm excited about. Right, we get the nanotech, the smart blood, which tracks Bond's every movement except it doesn't. He he's like, hey man, do me a solid, don't follow <laughs> yeah, me. Really and what was the point of that? it? Like he does it because he's a good guy. <laughs> like he's a good I guess friend. the point the point is so they could find him later on, but like. I, they they um, could have done that any other way. Like it could have been like a tracking device in the shoe. I mean, who cares? Why does it have to be smart blood? Yeah. Did he not activate it? What was going with that? Because he puts it on him. He he puts it in him, and he says, "Well, you've got twenty four. Oh no, forty eight hours before it goes online." Which is just to say he's not 
he's lying. Like he he knows where Bond is at all right, times because right. when Mallory like calls him and says, "Where is Bond?" He better be here. If he's not, it's your ass. And he's like, "All right, Bond, get the hell back here. I need you back because I'm gonna get fired." Like get fired, so he man. knows. He knows where he is, but I don't understand how Bond convinces him to go against MI6 like that. Because Quinn, because uh, Q's yeah. so new, he's like a newbie. <laughs> he's pressuring him in. I guess. Yeah, because even Q says he's like, "I have two cats, I have a mortgage, and everything yeah. else. Like, I can't I afford can't to lose, lose my, my job." job. And he's like, "Ah, but you're Bond, and you act nicely, so okay, fine." Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, just don't steal the Bond car that I'm going to give to 009. Uh, <laughs> ah, you stole the Bond car. I was gonna oh, give to yeah. Why did I tell him about the Bond back car? In one piece. Oh, right. damn it, you <laughs> Which, actually, I did like that line because it was a callback to Leslie, um, or, oh, God, I forget his name, but the, the original Q. Uh, yeah. we get, like, you know, because he always says, you know, bring it back in one piece, Bond. Right. But it, you see the hall of the Aston Martin from the last <laughs> one. And he said, I told you to bring it back in one piece, not bring back one piece. I, th- I thought that was really That's fun. Good, yeah. That's that was, good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then so then the other. So we get the nanotech, we get the Bond car and we get the, the watch, which doesn't he say it just takes takes time did i miss that it was an explosive thing up until he uses it to blow he does he does a quip where he does mention that besides it taking time that it would it would explode Mm -hmm. oh okay okay he does say that like wink wink he he says it but yeah the car is awesome by the way i think it's definitely the coolest car in the bond and i mean in daniel craig run yes sure and i love that he tries to to get the guns out and there's no ammo yeah (laughs) Actually, well, hold on. I'm gonna take that back. It's it's not the coolest car in the in the Daniel Craig one. It's the second because no time to die happens. So. See, this is cool. Now that we have, now we can introduce. This is what I like about the fun part of Daniel Craig. I I, I want like you want that. Like I want cars. Mm-hmm. I want the fun because it wasn't existent really. And I mean, yeah, like, no, there's zero gadgets, and they worked their way to get right. to it. And the reason I'm mentioning it is because it was in the trailer. So that's, that's why I'm not spoiling anything. It was in the trailer, so you know that the car does something. I think so. actually, yeah, there's a little. There you go. I know. I'm gonna tiptoe um... around it still for another bit. <laughs> I'm not gonna be shocked when the car shows up. It's not like yes, no way, shocker. no way. Home. Spoiler alert: Bond right. might have some, a car that does something. Ginny's gonna be watching it. It's gonna happen. She's just gonna go. Blofeld, <laughs> they don't do this. <laughs> This is part of Blofeld's fantasy get in on the damn Spectre episode. And that would spoil it for me. I am the architect of the spoilers. I put Eddie and Jason together and got them to invite Ginny so they could spoil No Time to Die. Ooh. Haunting me. I come at the five o'clock shadow. I'm just angry. God. And, you know, just one more thing about Blofeld because he really obviously does piss me off. As much as I love Christoph Waltz, he, Christoph Waltz is doing a terrible job in this. Like, it's not his fault. It's the direction. It's the writing. Yeah. But it's like, th- this is he, this is pretty bad. He's like, not even the acting, I would say. Sorry, Jenny, go ahead. I said, I said, I said, I think he's under underplaying it because I'm like, I remember it's like, because like, oh, because everyone loves a good Christoph Waltz villain. Like, we love him as villains, right. and they just watch it because he's not going like Hans Landa um, or. His, you know, I don't know, like water for elephants and other villain parts. He's like he is underplaying it, and I'm like, it's just not fun. Like, I wouldn't do right. more gleeful or more ins- insane, and you're just kind of not. Yeah, yeah, even when so, like, so getting back to the 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 
the watch. So that's how Blofeld gets a scar. Because as you mentioned, Ed, they have uh, James Bond in the memory erasing machine where they just stick needles in his neck and eventually it erases his memory and then it, it, it doesn't work. And then he throws the watch and it blows up in front of Blofeld. The next time you see him, he's got like the scar on the white eye, which I think looks terrible, by the way. Why wouldn't he be burned? Yes. Why wouldn't he be why like, would horribly it, scarred? Why would it just be that one scar like that like, like from the face? explosion? Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, Bond, <laughs> what's going to happen is I'm going to flip this coin, and if it's heads, you win, and if it's the bad heads, I kill you. I know, he's really going to get burned, and he's going to invade Bond's dreams with a razor glove, and, and then it's really going to get crazy. <laughs> Those are the only burning options we have, obviously, in film, because that's all that works. Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> I like. I, for, I forgot it was an b- explosion of flame, and then he shows up with the scar because he, right. he has to get it somehow. But I'm like, maybe shrapnel just got him in the eye. But like, yeah. but show that. That. But with this, like, why do we have? Why do we have to see the origin of the scar? It's. It's. Like it's my know. thing with my uh, the X Men movies, right? Mm-hmm. Which I like most of those X Men movies, but why do we have to see the origin of how Professor X lost his hair? I don't need to see that. You just tell me oh. he lost his hair. You tell me he's got a scar. I get it. Some bad shit happened. This is a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, could have happened but, during a skiing accident with his father, like they mentioned. Uh, yeah. Uh. yeah. You know what? Anything. That's it too. Why not? Why doesn't he have that scar from the beginning? And that was the consequences of killing his right, father. If you right, have to go right. the whole brother route, like no bond like has a, to give him the scar, like a like this the Abel, like the the mark of uh, Cain, like Abel, like where it's just right. like where once you your villainy has given you your 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 wound has shown you your as your like, I mean, but how does he, how did he kill his dad? By the way, maybe I missed it. How did he kill him? There's an accident. I, accident. Quote they unquote. were both that was and that was a weird thing too is they were both stuck they went out hiking in the mountains and got stuck in an avalanche and somehow Blofeld orchestrated that as a child <laughs> and then faked I mean, his own death after what we've seen in this he can do that. he's the he mastermind. obviously can do, he could obviously do that and then the fact that he, like th- that the worst part the the kick in my teeth in this movie is when he goes that person I forget what his real name is is dead. Ernst Travo Blofeld was born that day. Ho, 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 you know that, right? Hey, audience, you know that name, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just so cheesy and so bad. Mm-hmm. Cheesy, yeah. yeah. And I like cheesy. I love cheesy. I just don't want it when we were establishing tones. Yes. No, you're right. They, they've set its home through the first three yeah. movies of, of, this, of this era of Bond that we were moved away from that. And then you just kind of half went in for it. This movie, I just think it's shitty writing. I don't you think have, your intention you trying have, to be cheesy like on anything. Half-assed it. Half-assed yeah. it. I think that's a good point too. That's, yeah, that's it. They half-assed it, and I think again, they were trying so hard to give us a an authentic feeling Bond movie that they completely missed what made what makes Daniel Craig's run special is the fact that it, it's reimagining Bond as this real life thing. And they, they kind of half commit, like it's or we're gonna have Spec to be a real life thing, but we're also gonna have this over the top villain who does over the top things, but is also not over the top. And it's like I'm watching, going, this is two totally two different movies. Mm-hmm, 
Yeah, and I, I had no problem with them just saying, hey, yeah, the organization finally has a name. Right. And the organization is Spectre. Cool. Mm-hmm. Lofeld's ahead of it. Great. You're like you said, Jason, just he has a scar already. Okay, fine. He has, you know, his eye, whatever. Great. Just go go on from there. And again, does is pissed off at Bond because Bond's been foiling his plans for three movies now. That's why he's upset. And just maybe get into why how he's I still want to know how he orchestrated Bond's like uh, you know terror through three movies because there I, I still can't imagine how he was behind all this. Do you want do you watch like Fast and the Furious, the Fast and the Furious series? Absolutely I, not. I do. I love all of them. I love it all. I love all of it so much. It's it is an epic series. It's an opera now. And they do it's this. An opera. They they'll do Family. this. Family. I'm waiting for it. It'll happen. It'll happen. And it but they do this where they're like they're the villain, the real villain was was like John Cena all along since the first movie. And you never and you're like Oh, but that's you're it's okay in that series where you can retcon and well, people are dead. Oh, totally. Oh, well, kind of. I don't remember, you know, but he's like there. Oh he was God. like very John Cena was like kind of there through a lot Did of the they series. flash back to the other movies and you see him in the background randomly just there is, like, oh, like, oh, like oh, yes, yes. yeah, there's you flashbacks don't see him. Ah, this is true. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Judy. Yes, you don't see him. My bad. I'm sorry. But that's a joke. That's a joke where you laugh at that and you go like, oh, really? All right. Let's bring him back. Let's bring back this dead person. And like, oh, of course, we'll buy into that. He orchestrated that. I'm not in a Bond movie where I'm supposed to be taking it seriously because I I do. I feel insulted a little bit when he was like, and in the theaters, I felt really insulted when he like just had the the faces of every villain and like loved ones of his on the wall. I was so mad. I was like, don't, don't insult me. Like, it's kind of like Doctor Who has done that sometimes where they're like, and this was the real bad villain of like your entire life, Doctor Who. (laughs) And I'm like, no, it wasn't. You just like this character so much. You just want to beef them up and make them like, you know, the foremost baddie or I don't know. I'm so glad you brought up Doctor Who, Ginny, because I've been re-watching Doctor Who, and I've realized that James Bond is just Doctor Who of espionage. Like, that that's it. Like, every couple of years, James Bond dies and regenerates into a new body, and he's a different a Bond. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. He's so a James companion. Bond's a Time Lord. Oh, yeah. You heard it here. British. <laughs> British, English. Um, all right, so... Is there anything else? I have I have a couple of other things I want to I want to talk about like like about the movie, but is there anything else that uh, large scale we need to hit that you guys feel we missed before we just, get into like just sort of nitpicks? I really hate the way that he's apprehended at the end. So like the ending of the movie mm. when he's just arrested and he's laying on the floor, I mean on the bridge, and he kind of looks up and the cops are walking towards him and Evans walking towards him and he's like, oh, all right, you got me. You screwed up. I'm, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Have, like, magic dust to just, yeah, it's just... just ninja his way out of there. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, I didn't orchestrate this part, so I guess I'm done. Oh, right. Okay. You, I you forgot. Got me. You got me. <laughs> yes. Oh, please. Hmm. God, just thinking about it, I, I, I can't wait to talk about No Time to Die now because I need to, like, rinse this off. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I really to. do. I need to rinse oh, this off and go yeah. back to a really good Bond movie again. And <laughs> he, well, whatever, it's in the trailer. Also, <laughs> Wolfeld is in. He is there. He's is in No Time to Die. He is, like yeah. and he is. he's not in it a lot, but he's oh, yeah. better in that than mm. he is in this entire movie. Interesting. Agreed. Yes. 
And also, I think it's because we got so little of him. And I think that's the thing. If you look at when, when we get to the old Bond movies with Blofeld, he's not in it a lot. He does not have a lot of screen time. He's really a shadow guy behind the scenes. And like the most you get of him is in Honor Majesty's Secret Service when he's Telly Savalas. And that's actually the first Blofeld introduction you get to the books anyway. Mm -hmm. So it, it, you know, it makes sense that he's f forefront. But like, that's the thing is I think we get too much of him here. Like he's, he's too smart and he's too good and he's too connected to James Bond and he's in the movie too much. He, like, I would have loved to have got him in the last, 20 minutes of this movie as like bond is chasing someone he thinks is the villain this like make the white the the white king or whatever the the pale, pale king, king. someone other than this mr white guy have him be like the supposed big bad and the turn is no there's someone even bigger than bigger. him that's been pulling the strings and it's not my brother it's just some you know crazy terrorist like i always fight like i think that would have been better served in this but blow Ofeld, like, he comes in in 44 minutes, and he's in a lot of scenes afterward. Yeah. They needed him to be like Dr. Claw. That's what really needed him to be like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think that's shades of that. I absolutely. Yes. Um, all right. So I'll, I just have a couple of more notes I want to get to, and then, I'll, and then I'll open it up to any other notes you guys want to. Um, all right. Th something I liked about this was I, I do like that – Although I don't like the way they did it, they were still trying to further the theme of old versus new, right? Like in Skyfall, it was old individuals versus newer individuals in the job. And in this, it's the old way of thinking versus the new way of thinking. Right. And I, you know, I, I like that they tried to push that theme. I don't think it worked that well, but I appreciated it was there. Um, I like the line that M has. A license to kill is also a license not to kill. That's good. Yeah, they. Yeah, did they say that more than once too? Is that kind of true? Because that line hit me. Then it, I, I don't remember it from the first time I watched it, but this time I was like, oh yeah, oh nice. Yeah. I think it was just yeah. I think it, I think it was, it was just a great line. It is, and I think like that's the only thing that makes me go. I get why he doesn't kill Blofeld. I just, as you said, it like. There could have, there should have been a way to let him live, but actually justify his capture, not just I hey. give up. But <laughs> no, the net saved him too. Oh, okay. the net. <laughs> I wasn't the only one. It did save him. Yes. <laughs> I never you could see... have seen that coming. <laughs> you see, James, I also rented this to the Flying Graysons, and I would not want Big Grayson to lose his parents. <laughs> Um, um, that's right. That, well, this is the multiverse. This is the multiverse from Granny's PhD. <laughs> it's all over the place, man. We can't um, stop it. Can't stop it. Um, Bond talking to the mouse is hysterical and dumb at the same time. Yes. <laughs> With like, he's like pointing oh his God. gun, the gun at the mouse. Who sent you? And the mouse is just and like, that's how he finds. Lofo? That's how he finds Mr. White's secret room because that's the true. mouse. No, he that's right. That friend's so stupid. I thought he was. By the way, I thought he was hammered. That's why he was all talking to the all talking to the mouse like that. Uh, which this is the only Bond movie in the Daniel Craig run that we didn't see him sloppy drunk. He's, he's so he's pretty sober. Because yeah, yeah they only drink the martinis because Batista comes in and stops. Yeah. Him, you know. That's right. Batista wow. is a he's a killjoy in this. 
right. Um, Tim, worst line in the movie, and this is really, uh, this is really stretching. Like, this is a big contender. Um, is is M? Does that stand for moronic? Yes, that's pretty bad. Oh, and, yeah. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> you no, know, that was like that's it. See, like is is you you you're that's moronic. Is that what M stands for? Moronic. And then he pulls the trigger, and he's like. Does C stand for careless? And he's got the I, bullets in his head. What do we think C, C stood I, for, by the oh way? Oh my gosh. I was shocked. I was like, oh, he's not going to say it. He's not going to say it. Like, C. All right, so we're in agreement. It looks like me and you are on the same page, but we definitely think C stood for. Yes. And I was shocked the first time I heard it in the theaters. And I remember being shocked again the second time going, I just. <laughs> oh, no, no. Of course. Why would you? Why would you? Not? You were never going to say that. Chump? I thought maybe you would say chump. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Careless, <laughs> yeah, and then and bad. then C carelessly falls to his death, which I his death was so unceremonious and oh, so yeah. stupid, so stupid. Um, yeah, that's all I got, guys. Another terrible line, by the way, is oh, when after they killed Batista, and he um, has his one line, and and she's like, "What do we do now?" And then obviously it cuts to instead oh, yeah. in a suggested sex scene. That's, that's <laughs> suggested, suggested sex scene because that's where you know that's we're talking yeah. about Bond here. So, um, yeah, I was like, really? That's that's where that went. Okay, I've just sure. killed a man. Just killed a man. Let's go. <laughs> you know what? Another person in the movie that killed pumping. Yeah, exactly. You're both married, right? Like you've you've never gone out on a date with your significant other and murdered someone and got really turned on by it ever. No, we're we're pretty we're pretty um boring, yeah. pretty you know conservative, I guess that way. I guess. I mean, listen, maybe you know, like once in a while, I might just go ahead and kill somebody and then be like, yeah, let's go for special okay. occasions. Though, why would you break that out like I on agree. date nights every week? That's a good point. No, That's a good be like a Valentine's Day thing, five year anniversary, anniversary murder. <laughs> Valentine's Day murder. Anniversary you know, like murder. <laughs> this is not fun anymore. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, but yeah. yeah, I agree. That was that was ridiculous. That was pretty brutal. Just, this movie was worse than I remember it being. I, I, I will admit, I, I, I thought I recall it being better than I thought, and then. But it's it's no. and it's, you know it's kind of weird because I think if you're watching it like the first time and you're like this is yeah it's just like it's like yeah it's like this is in the same vein of Casino Royale and like Quantum and Skyfall looks nice and sleek and kind of dark and gritty and modern but not like too crazy like Die Another Day but it's kind of like gussied up to look like a prestige action movie when it's kind of not when it's got like layers of like cheese and some bad dialogue and um. And a crazy villain that is, you know, not pleasing. I'm like, that's what I think is like, it looks nice and mature. I'm like, but if you're not that, you know, it's not totally. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like if it's like you took three cheesy Bond movies and you you stacked them on top of each other and put a trench coat and a hat yeah. on. And went, Look, yeah. it's an adult <laughs> Bond movie. you know. <laughs> and it's 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 really tall. So it's standing on top of Skyfall. So you don't realize that it's happening. But then oh you have God. this. <laughs> That's right. Because you just keep going, I'm just looking at Skyfall and that looks cool. Yeah. I'm not even looking at what's <laughs> going up there. Yeah, like, oh, it's Sam Mendes. He's back to yes. his second Bond movie. Sure. But let's do Trust this. Him. And then you're like, Sam Mendes, what the fuck did you do here? Yeah. Like how like I I don't understand how the guy who directed Skyfall directed this. Like 
I Mm-mm. I literally would like if you told me the guy who directed Quantum of Solace directed Skyfall, I'd be like, okay, you know what? Skyfall had some. I mean, Quantum of Solace had potential that was unrealized, and Skyfall was great, so I could see that. But to go from like the best, in my opinion, of these Craig movies to the worst. In hold on, so are you movie, Jason? Hold on, you're officially saying it. Skyfall, you you're going over Casino Royale. Uh, today, today. Okay. okay. It it goes back. It goes back and forth. I, when, I'm with you, 100. When when we actually sit down and do our rankings for Craig, which will be after the episode after uh, No Time to Die, I might have to rewatch them both to figure it out. Like because like, they're neck and neck. Hmm. Okay. I'm with you right now. Currently, Skyfall I have above Casino Royale, but maybe it's recency bias or something. I'm not sure. Right, but but, uh, there's just so much. There's so much rich stuff in Skyfall that even Casino Royale doesn't match up to, and Casino Royale's brilliant. But I think Skyfall is like it's such a good movie outside of it being just a James Bond movie. It's just interesting to even if you don't like James Bond, if you put on Skyfall, I think there's something there for you. <laughs> How badly do we just want to keep talking about Skyfall instead of Spectre? <laughs> I want to talk about Skyfall. I want to talk about No Time to Die. I'm, I'm knowing. I wish. I really wish I had seen. Oh, no, I don't. What do you think? Should I? Is it good that I watch it now as opposed to maybe watching, you know, No Time to Die like a month ago and then having to rewatch this post, like you know, five years well, ago. I mean, honestly, I re- I saw No Time to Die in the theater with Ed, and I didn't remember this movie at all. Right. So I actually did not remember that Swan was a character before. Like they tell you that, so I okay. just believed them, but I didn't remember it. Um, you know, watching this now it was interesting seeing the genesis of some of those characters. I am excited to rewatch No Time to Die, knowing having who these characters are fresh. So I think it actually might benefit you, Ginny, that you're going in with this fresh in your mind. Okay, I I, I agree because also that that line that I mentioned that from Madeline Swan, I totally forgot about because I haven't seen this movie uh. since it came out first on Blu-ray. I've not wa- I never go back to watch it since, and I probably. So it tells me what my mind really thinks about this movie. Um, <laughs> I, I know, I just didn't say, like, hey, Spectre's on. Let me start watching it. Like, huh. it didn't happen. Um, I totally, I totally forgot that that was even a setup at, at all. I mean, I knew, I remember the character. Uh, obviously, I remember Blofeld. Um, that's kind of it. That's yeah. really, that's all. And, and well, the ending leads to, yeah, leads right into uh, No Time to Die, where they kind of just like ride off and, Bond again is like, yeah, I'm out of here. You know, I'm I'm quitting. I'm quitting again. I don't know how many times. Again, Bond. we should definitely again. write down how many times Bond quits or retires or is left for dead throughout all these <laughs> movies. I gotta go. I gotta imagine it's more than half. I bet. Oh, take a take a drink every time. Under and over retires. <laughs> oh my god! If you do that with a vodka martini, you'd be smashed within like first three Chug- movies. Chug a martini. <laughs> What and did they also? Here's another thing though, because I remember at least in Skyfall, they really almost feel like you should have stopped after Skyfall because they're like, You're an old man, you're an old man, you can't keep up with us anymore. It's been a while, you've said so many missions with us, and now he's like, He's fine, he's like back at it. And I don't know, he's like, Great, he's like, He's strapping, he's like doing all the crazy stunts again. Um, that, that's and actually a really reckless. good point. And M is just kind of like, come on, Bond, you can't just keep running off and and like and he's like, that's what he did. That's what he always did. And then he, you know, then you told I don't know. It's weird because it's yeah. 
He's like, it never, ever happened. Nothing ever happened. That's a really good point because the whole thing in Skyfall was you're old, you look like shit, you're an alcoholic, you can't shoot anymore. Your mommy, you can't keep up with us. Your mommy MS to lie for you. And this, this like, is what like a couple of a month after MZ? Yeah. Like it's not too much longer after the Skyfall, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm doing lots of Bond <laughs> stuff." Yeah. Hey man, he got back in the gym. He recommitted. You know, maybe <laughs> he got one of the balls. MCU trainers to he was a, work out. He wasn't out. that bad in uh, Skyfall. No, I, no, absolutely not. Them telling him that he was he was washed <laughs> up was obscene. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> ridiculous those, half of those people wish they were in the shape that he was in in that movie kidding me like i wish i i god he's older than me and i wish i was in the shape that he was in that movie like now i mean jesus <laughs> <laughs> he, he's a hot guy it's easy just to do it from your your you know your ralph fines and you're just like come on get back into shape step up and <laughs> like, what are you doing ralph fines nothing <laughs> Jason, we're going to see Ralph Fiennes uh, tomorrow night. Is what? that tomorrow night? Well, we're going to see Kingsman tomorrow night. Oh, Kingsman. I didn't realize that was tomorrow night. I got to go remind my wife because I forgot about that. Thank you for the reminder. Well, let me know if that changes. <laughs> no, no, um, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm good. I just forgot about it. I, just got I was actually thinking, though, because I know we were chatting about was what other movies were possibly canon. So I'm just oh. saying, are we going to see what M. Mallory was up to? Before he takes over as M, oh, are, are we gonna maybe just cross this over in our own minds since we're all going multiverse now? Be like, well, this was the origin of Mallory, actually. Uh, so, I kind of like that. It's a secret that, agency. Ginny, I think that means you have to be on our Kingsman episode of Granny's Peach Tea. You know what I love though, the Kingsman? I love the second one. Gold. But that's, is that the bad one? I like I like that. I love that one. That's okay. so bad I, shit. Jenny definitely has to come on now because we need a defender of, of the Golden Circle. We do. Go, it's such a we, man. Those movies are weird. They're <laughs> really weird. They're completely like, like they're just crazy. crass and like all over the place. And, yes. Cra- crass? Yeah. I love the first one. I was highly disappointed by the second one. That's fair. But I'm going to rewatch it though for and maybe, you know, Maybe it's better than I remember. I was being too tough on it. I don't know. Just loosen up a little bit. Yeah, maybe. I, I watched it once <laughs> in a the theater. Do something else. Like yeah. Maybe it'll make more sense. I, I don't know. No, I, I watched out. it once in the theater. I never went back again. So this is actually, you know, the second time I'll be watching it. So. I have to say that that both Kingsmen for me were airplane movies. I watched them both on airplanes. Those are good. Oh. I feel like those are. Well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. But that I know, good or bad, that's how I watch them. So I, let's see if let's see if my opinion changes when I rewatch them for the for Granny. Hold on, as in as in you were in a, on a plane and you're just scrolling through their movies and you're like, hey, screw yeah, screw it, this looks interesting. Yeah, yeah, pretty okay, much. Okay, because I actually download my own movies and put it on my iPad. And I'm like, let's <laughs> oh. see what what haven't I watched in a while. <laughs> see, I, so. I I am I am messed up with the burden of choice, right? Because. If you tell me download some movies for your 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 trip, I'll go. Um, um, I don't know. What, uh, I'll just uh, I'll I'll take the same four movies I always watch by default. But if I sit down and I go, what movies do they have? I uh, I'm forced to pick something that I've never seen. Or and you'll find something that you might might like. I watched Dumbo on a plane because I was like, oh. I'm not gonna watch Dumbo with anybody else, and I cried. And it wasn't that great of a movie, but I cried. And it was like you know, plane watching movie material. <laughs> 
All right. So anything else about Spectre? Anything we want to finish up? Any thoughts that we need to talk about? Swan's wardrobe looked great. I love the line where he went to go meet Madeline Swan for the first time and he goes to this like it's like a health what is it? Like a well wellness. Oh yeah, it's like a oh yes, I forgot about again. that. And he just goes to the bar, and the bartender's like, "Oh, what can I get you to drink?" And he's like, "Oh, I'll have a martini." And he's like, "We don't serve alcohol here." And he's yes. like, "You'll have this weird smoothie detox thing." And then you know he gets it, and he's like, "Just throw this down the drain." I was like, "I would do this." Oh, yeah, we'll thing. cut out the middle no. man. I'm just gonna throw. It. Yes, that's it. Throw yeah, it throw in the, the toilet. toilet. Cut out the middle mi- 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 the <laughs> the middle man. <laughs> that that was a great. That was actually a great one. That I was... felt that. That was good. That was great. Yeah. Um. Um, um, man, I don't know. I have some things or just some lines just sound cheesy to me, but I can't tell if it's directing or if it's just not working. And again, it's the same writers from Skyfall. And it's one of the writers I really like who did a show that I really love. Um, that's like known for dialogue and like monologues. And I'm like, just not good in this movie. It's not like insightful. It's not sort of poetic at least in like skyfall you get that m does that speech um quoting tennyson and i'm like mm. where is that kind of beauty that i know john logan as a writer does that and i'm like doesn't there's like none of it in, in this movie so maybe yeah. instead you that. get i'm the architect of your pain like i keep repeat going back to that because it's <laughs> such a bad monologue you know? <laughs> oh man and he's the monologue he gets the monologue there's no other monologues in this there's no yeah that's true I mean, failed. <laughs> I kind of like the opening. I like the I like the mask. I always thought that was cool in the trailer too. I got me hyped for the movie when I was like, "He's the Day of the Dead," and uh, he just looks he looks he's working that mask. He's like strutting through the crowd in the yeah. you know, and he just like you know takes it off and. Uh, um, I, and I I do like when he gets to the the hotel room with the woman and he changes and she's like, "Where you going?" He's like, "I'll be right back." And he's yeah. got like his gun. <laughs> That's a cool yeah. moment. And it's like one shot. It seems like one shot. I, I think I, I don't know. Yeah, if it is. It looks like it's all kind of like one continuous shot, which I thought was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. And he gets out, and I actually had to kind of look because he's walking ab- among like the roof, and it's just this narrow yeah. path. Yeah. But he's doing it with such ease that it looks like he's walking on the street. So that that's a super cool moment in the movie. I'll give that. That makes me almost want to put as as like a you know we talk about our openings I guess I kind of like that gets my attention as me as a person it's this kind of like uh, a little dynamic uh, he's not just out in the desert somewhere he's like you know at a big event but yeah it's very like live and let die kind of yeah for so sure. but yeah I dug it I think this is a better op- cold open than Quantum of Solace like, yeah I think, I think so think too Quantum of Solace better movie but this is a better cold open. Yeah, the cold open for Quantum Solace, I just, the, the shaky camera stuff was so just pissing me off with that because yeah. I could barely tell what was going on. But yeah, the, this opening is pretty solid. I think there's nothing wrong with it. I just the Skyfall <laughs> opening and the Casino Royale opening were just, so much better. Know, better. Were just better. So yeah, it's probably the strongest part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right. Anything else? I, I'm I am tapped out. I, I've I've let enough anger out about certain things. Movie, so <laughs> we've 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 aired the grievances. Yeah. I've aired my grievances with Spectre. All right. So uh, so guys, before before I play our outro and plug the rest of the shows, and I it's a stupid question, but I think I, I want to ask it at the end of every episode. Um, 
is this a successful mission for our friend James Bond or is this a failure? Uh, and I know where you're going. So, Ginny, <laughs> is this a failure or is this a success in the Daniel Craig James Bond uh, cachet of missions? I have a high tolerance for bad cinema and what I think is like cheesy. Again, I like the Fast and the Furious movies. I know what they are. I don't like to be insulted if I think this movie is just came off of Skyfall and you're trying to do a weird tonal thing. I'm like, I'm not having it. No, I think it's a I think it's a, a failed mission. Not for Excellent. Me. Ed? It, it's it's a total failed mission. I mean like there's there's not many redeemable things I can really get into with this. I mean I don't I again I don't think it's the worst Bond movie. Just like I said I don't think Quantum of Solace is the worst Bond movie, but in the Daniel Craig era, it's, I mean, obviously I've just said Skyfall and Casino Royale and then somewhere between Quantum and Spectre. I don't know. I could probably flip a coin personally with these two and whichever one is ahead is ahead. I mean, I, I really don't like either one of them. Like, it kind of sucks too because I've, I've said that Daniel Craig's my favorite Bond. Yeah. He's not the problem with both of these movies it's just no not at all yeah he's definitely not the problem with it it's just you know they swung for the fences and struck out badly yeah yeah no i agree i actually think as i said i think this is my this is a failure for me um i i actually said quantum of solace was a marginal success when we reviewed it so this it puts Spectre as my least favorite of these daniel craig movies i'm not going to say it's my least favorite bond movie cuz we got Roger Moore to go through. We got those. We got those later Pierce Brosnans to go through. We got. We got some dark times ahead, my friends. But yeah, we did. but but I, I would say like this is this is definitely the the weakest Craig, and I don't think I will ever rewatch it again unless I have to for another podcast. But which I can't imagine I would get a second freaking round of. James Bond podcasting, but that's the only way I would watch this again. Because I, I just, again, halfway through, I just started playing with my Switch because I was bored. <laughs> I really turned um, that end, yeah. Yeah. All right. So thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, Ginny, Ed, thanks for taking this mission with me. Uh, want to? Uh, wait, let's. I got. I got some special outro music while I give my. Uh, Goodbye. This is the Spectre Radiohead song. Oh. I found it it's on Spotify. So nice. uh, if if you enjoyed this show, then please uh, join the Facebook group, like it, share it, do whatever you can to promote the show. If you uh, want to hear Eddie and I talk more about uh, the multiverse, please join us on Wednesday for Granny's Peach Tea, where we will be getting into Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh my God, uh, I can't wait. <laughs> I am excited. And Ginny, since you've seen it, we, we're having, we are having our own little multiversal conversion on Wednesday. So if you want to pop in, uh, you're, you're more than welcome to pop in and talk a little Spider-Man with us. I might, I might just be watching and chatting with you guys. I'll watch it, but I, my, my in-laws might be over. So no, that's fair. That's fair. It's, it's, it's last minute anyway. Uh, I'll be watching. I'll and, check it out. I'm, well, we also got the finale of Hawkeye to talk about and, too. Yeah, oh. and we got the finale of Hawkeye. We're gonna find out how fat the fat man is from Fat Man Auto, uh-huh. <laughs> which of course is Kingpin, which I cannot. Like, we've already talked about that. I can't oh, yeah. wait to see what's gonna happen. Uh, but yeah, join us on Wednesday, eight thirty for Granny's PhD. Uh, if you're into uh, Star Wars, join 
Tim uh, on Shooting the Sith, friend of the show, friend of both shows, uh, where he gives you everything Star Wars. We got the A to Z program with Eric, which gives you literally everything from astronaut to zebra. Because it's A to Z. Uh, you got the Empire 161 show, which covers everything Yankee baseball with Ed right here. And you're doing it with Lisa, right? Lisa's yeah, Lisa, I, yeah, Lisa's my co-host on that one. Uh, we're in hiatus right now, and baseball's locked out. So when they come back, we'll be back too. So Yeah, when they come back. See, unfortunately, I know nothing about sports. So I'm just saying what the show's no, are. I don't know fine. what they're That's on, fine. you know. Uh, speaking of knowing nothing about sports, you got the Four Quarters show. I don't know anything about sports. They know everything about sports, and that was my segue, because they do a lot of sports that I don't understand. Uh, if you're really enjoying movie reviews and want to get more into the movie side of Pop Culture Pros, Jader and Kyle should be uh, coming back shortly, right? They're hooking up their next episode. Uh, if you are into wrestling, we got Just Too Sweet. Uh, with Tim and Eric covering all of your uh, wrestling needs. Uh, and if you like the Mets, you got put it in the books with uh, Bossman Supreme, our own M of MI6, Steve Ferracci. Uh, and we also have got We Stomp You Out, which is Giants football. So if you're into Giants football and the Giants are playing. We're in football season, right? Did I miss football yes, season? Yeah, well, well I, I like that. Well, well, you're doing great. You, you, you All right. It. All right. Uh, then please uh, join us anywhere you can. Join us on the page. Join us on Instagram. Uh, download us on Spotify. Tell your friends. Uh, and, yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. And, uh, oh, and next week we will be taking a, hi a little hiatus for the, uh, the holidays. Give people enough time to watch No Time to Die, but we will be back after the new year. So, uh, James Bond wishes you a very happy unboxing day. Until next time. <laughs>